There's a story that she has that if she's really, really hard on herself, then she'll get back to it. Then she'll be perfect. Then she'll be worthy of the highest level. But the work that she's doing and the work that so many of my clients are doing is to actually be aware of that story, to actually get curious about those moments. The programming is if you're really, really hard on yourself, then you will be worthy of that high level. Then you can be called a high performer. But what actually works is the complete opposite. Welcome to the You Can Call Me Bossy podcast with me, Mary Teresa Tringali, certified life success coach, TEDx speaker, and best-selling author. This podcast is for you if you've ever been called bossy or too much of something. My goal is to help you recognize your natural leadership instincts, get curious about what the label actually means, and find the courage to stand in your power and go after it anyway. Consider this your permission slip to thrive. The time has come for you to own your bossy. So let's get started. Hello, 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 and welcome to another quick hit episode of the You Can Call Me Bossy podcast. I am really excited to bring this topic to you because I'm so excited that I'm, it's late, I'm hungry, I have food waiting for me, and I had to get it out before I forgot about my inspiration of this particular topic. So first of all, I just want to say, if you are a client of mine, if you have been a client of mine, I just want to say an extra special thank you so much for giving me so many different content ideas. (laughs) on what I should be talking about and sharing because, you know, what's really funny is that we think that we're so alone in our struggles. We think that the things that we struggle with are so singular in ourselves. And when we actually start to talk about it, and this has actually happened for me just ever since I've started to really lean into this conversation around the bossy label, we start to realize that we have a lot more in common with everybody around us than we think. And our lives might look different. We might have different circumstances, but our struggles, the inner stories, the belief systems, they are all very, very similar. So this particular topic came up because I have a high performer in my world who has been in my world for a very long time, and she tends to have the same pattern of a story that the only way to maintain her high performance or the only way to qualify her as a high performer or as a as worthy of being a high performer of having the big life that she dreams of is to be incredibly 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 hard on herself this is something that we've been working on for years and there's a lot of different stories that are attached to this perfection or nothing at all there is a story that she's telling herself that in order for her to be this next level of herself, in order for her to achieve the highest level that she's actually going after, she has to be hard on herself all the time. And so it made me think of this question that I posed on Facebook, and I loved the feedback that it was getting with some of my other clients, which is when it comes to performing and sustaining at a high level, what does your brain or your ego tell you will work versus what actually works. So this is a really great journal prompt. 
and I'll put it in the um, show notes below, but I'm going to ask you again. When it comes to performing and sustaining at a high level, what does your brain or your ego tell you will work? This is going to work if you do this versus what actually works. So what do I mean by that? In this particular example, my client is consistently, consistently harder on herself, even though she's doing more shit than like I would do in a day or the average bear would do in a day. She's a high performer. She is producing at a very high level. It takes a lot when you're a high performer to be able to maintain and sustain at that high level. That's actually what doing all the habits are all about that we do in the Align and Empowered Project, which is my group coaching program. It's all there. Those habits are there to help you have bandwidth so that you can sustain your performance at that highest level. But depending on your programming, depending on what society has said, depending on where you grew up, depending on, you know, what your parents might have taught you, your those adult figures in your formative years, what they may have taught you, your ego is holding on to a story that the only way for you to qualify at this highest level, the only way for it to really mean something, the only way to fill in the blank for you to be worthy of this thing is for you to do this. And in my client's case, it's be super hard on herself when she's not perfect. Even though she might be, she, she she's actually in grad school right now, and she might get a 99 on her test. She might know all the answers, but if she missed one or if she has a bad day one day, then all of a sudden she's not worthy because she wasn't performing at that perfect high level. So then there's a story that she has that if she's really, really hard on herself, then she'll get back to it. Then she'll be perfect. Then she'll be worthy of the highest level. But the work that she's doing and the work that so many of my clients are doing is to actually be aware of that story, to actually get curious about those moments that send her into that panicked state and to actually ask the question, what actually works here? What would actually work to help me in this moment? Is it being really, really hard on myself or is it that I might need to put some boundaries up? I might need to go have a little temper tantrum so that I can move through these bad feelings and come out on the other side and keep being able to work towards what I'm supposed to be doing right now. What is actually helpful? For me, it's talking to my coach. Sometimes for me, and I talked about this in an earlier episode, it's actually me just like being witnessed. Hey, I'm having a bad day. I just need to be seen in this. I'm going to work through it. I'll be back tomorrow. But my ego wants me to be really, really hard on myself and say, you're not worthy. You didn't do this. You're so dumb, right? But that's not going to work. But the programming is if you're really, really hard on yourself, then you will be worthy of that high level. Then you can be called a high performer. But what actually works is the complete opposite. It might be the rest. It might be the journaling. It might be a tantrum. It might be you crying. It might be having that hard conversation. And how this all comes back to the idea of the label of bossy is that it's all part of that programming that if we don't X, Y, and Z, whatever it is that those traits, those behaviors that might send us into a space where somebody else perceives us as being bossy or too much of something or too aggressive or too assertive or too honest or too happy, what is it that our brain is telling us we need to do in order for us to get the result that we desire? And is that actually the truth? Is that actually going to work? 
Or is there something else that's not as extreme? Or is it actually working, right? Everything that we're doing here, this whole podcast, everything that I do with my clients is all about getting curious, considering a different way of thinking about something. What does this really mean? Is the story I'm telling about myself here true? So sometimes before I started doing this work and when it was <laughs> accepted in New York City, sometimes the, and it, you know what, this wasn't just me. I learned it. It was part of the culture that sometimes you had to yell in order to get what you needed. But then in those moments, maybe when I didn't get what I needed, then I'd start questioning my worth. Did I push hard enough? Was I strong enough with my boundaries? Did I make, oh gosh, I don't even want to admit this, but there have definitely been moments and I try to stay away from this now, but this is what awareness is, so super vulnerable. But did I make that person, did I shame that person enough to get them to do what I wanted them to do? And then it's like, oh, no, 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 brain and ego. The shaming is probably not going to get the other person to do what you need them to do. So what actually would work? Sometimes in my cases, especially when I couldn't play the game with the uh, certain humans in my department, I'll say, <laughs> I would then, what would actually work is having, is again, having that conversation with somebody who could actually do something about the problem because I couldn't do it because I didn't want, I didn't want to be the nasty bitch or whatever it was. So sometimes I had to ask for support. And sometimes people don't want to ask for support because you're being too difficult. Oh, my gosh. This is can be such a circle. But it, this question still comes back to, like, when it comes to being a high performer and sustaining at that level, what is your ego or your brain telling you will work versus what will actually work? And sometimes we don't want to admit what would actually work because there is a secondary benefit to doing the thing your ego wants you to do. And sometimes for me, if it was like my ego said that I should shame the other person in order to get them to do what I wanted them to do, what's the secondary benefit there? I get to feel tough. I get to feel important. I get to not have to ask for help. I get to not look like a little girl who can't handle it, right? And this is the stuff that we get to work through when it comes to taking a look at this bossy label and everything that's underneath that umbrella. And what does it look like? And how can we forgive ourselves for it? And how can we work through it? And then also it's like, well, how did I get here? What was the trigger? What was the trigger that sent me here? And my brain is going to say, don't worry about that. The ego, don't worry about that. You don't need to worry about that. But what would actually work for me and for the other person is maybe kind and clear boundaries. Maybe I go away and have a tantrum and then come back and ask for what I need. Whatever it might be. But I think that this is a really, really, really important question for us all to get intimate with and to start getting curious about how we are letting our ego and our brain decide what works for us when actually it's not working at all. What do you think? Let me know. I'd love to know. Connect with me on the gram, Facebook, wherever, on LinkedIn. Let me know what you think about this. I'd love to hear your feedback. I'd love to hear your thoughts. Don't forget to subscribe if you want more quick hit episodes like this and write a review. And I so appreciate you. I love these conversations and I hope that you enjoyed it and I hope you have a wonderful day. Bye-bye. 
Thank you for listening to the You Can Call Me Bossy podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, it would mean the world to me if you would show your support by writing a five-star review. It will help build momentum for the show and you'll have the chance to be featured in a future episode. Also, don't forget to share this episode with a friend who might need to hear it today. Now, go stand in your power and own your bossy. Talk to you next time.